Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrity CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. It's time to start reading. Really, stop. Let me be right. Stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. I always tell people to lead with your gifts. That's your passion. And don't let your friends, your age, your family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dreams. The interviews I do on Money Making Conversations are for consumers and business owners and everyday people. I give you access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and what I like to call industry decision makers. My next guest, she's a celebrity. She's an industry decision maker. And she's somebody I worked with in the past. She is Portia Coleman. She's an accomplished actress, singer, and star on the Netflix series, Dad, Stop Embarrassing Me. I saw it. It's really funny. Portia's multifaceted career includes guest starring and reoccurring roles in hit TV series like Silicon Valley, Ballers, Good Girls, Switched at Birth, The Parkers, Wild and Out, alongside my boy Nick Cannon. She played an addicted mother in the powerful T.D. Jakes film, Woman Die Out Loose. She is also a very familiar face. And I've never got a commercial, so I, I, I got to ask her how she does this. In Boost Mobile, Smart Car, Panda Express, and Toyota. She's on the show to talk about her career and, most importantly, her starring role in the new Jamie Foxx Netflix sitcom, Daddy, Stop Embarrassing Me. It premieres April 14th. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Portia Coleman. How you doing, Portia? Woo! I'm good. First of all, that intro was amazing. Thank you so much. Well, Portia, first of all, as they say, I don't lie. I tell the truth. He, you know? he keeps it 100. I heard yeah. it. It was all truth. Very much so. You know, you know I, I got to just get the secret. I, I, you know, I, I had a little career out there as an actor, and I really, oh. I, I kind of blew up as a producer and a writer, but I tried acting, and I auditioned for... <laughs> So many commercials, Portia. I don't know. How how do you get a commercial? How does one land a commercial? You know what? The commercial game is so tough, but it's all about the smiles. It's all about lighting up. Because remember, most commercials are 30 seconds. You don't have a lot of time. Mm -hmm. So you got to come out the gate in the audition room quick, get to the point, and then hopefully captivate them that fast. And then that's how you can get a commercial. Oh, really? You have you not given me any advice. I'm still long. So you're just saying, Rochelle, I'm gifted. I'm beautiful. I I, I got the natural no. instinct. I have what the people no, want. Nah. No, no, no. I got to say that, Portia. You and Boost Mobile? <laughs> no, it, it, it depends. Boost Mobile, okay, here's the funny thing. Boost Mobile, I was required to talk really, 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 really fast. Okay. So I had to say a bunch of words within like 15 seconds, and right. I guess I was the best to do it because I booked that commercial, Right. and I was the one. Mm -hmm. right. And then Miller Lite was just a beer commercial, just the girl who was the, the cute bartender. So <laughs> it depends, but you still got to be able to get, deliver the dialogue and say it quick and, and make them love you quickly. Well, congratulations. You know? you, that, that's a skill set, and like I said, we uh, met on a sitcom many years ago when I was was uh, writing, doing consulting, right before, right the same time period, I was managing Steve Harvey. Comedy, you do comedy, yeah. you do drama. Talk about that. Mm -hmm. And now you're on a very successful drama, a comedy on Netflix, starring my man Jamie Foxx, because I was co-executive producer yeah. on the Jamie Foxx series, along with Bentley Evans. I know Ken Whittingham. I know so many people on that show. When I saw the the cast and the production sheet, I was go, oh, I need a check. I need a check. I know all these people. Where, where, where are you at? Exactly. You know everybody. <laughs> so so talk about your ability, and that's it's about your talent, and that's why I really mm -hmm. wanted to interview you because it's so 
diverse. It's so, it's so, it allows for you to not be intimidated by the audition opportunity. Talk about that ability Correct. to go from drama to go to sitcoms because they all have different shades. They do have different shades. And I like you, you're speaking from an actor and producer standpoint. It's like, it's, it's, you call it shades and in, in the actors, we call it tone. So mm-hmm. the tone of a drama is totally different than the tone of a comedy mm-hmm. In comedy. You're speaking faster. You're moving faster. The dialogue is, is meant to one, two punch and then on to the next joke. Mm-hmm. When it comes to dramas, you know, it's like you have to set up the storyline. You have to deliver it differently. You have to deliver it slower a lot of times. So I think going back and forth between, you know, the Parkers a long time ago, when we did the Parkers fast forwarding to Silicon Valley, fast forwarding to wild and out, which is stand up comedy all the way to, you know, the movie I did with TD Jakes, women now are loose, all different tones, but still, it's always the root of understanding the character and really bringing it to life based on their backstory, their age, and their circumstances. And once you kind of delve into that, then you can just kind of play with wherever the character is going and where you feel like they should be at that moment in the scene. And then you had that, and I remember, uh, it's so funny, as I hear you talk, you was in that a movie with Mike Epps with the, the, the janky promoters or something like that. <laughs> janky promoters, oh, that, that, I sure that, was. That, you were so funny. <laughs> that movie is one of my, it's one of my movies when, yeah. I, when, I'm, when I'm going through at night and I got, I stop, right? I gotta watch it, I gotta watch it. So, so Janky you, promoters is janky and so funny. <laughs> if y'all have not seen janky promoters, Mike Epps, Ice Cube are hilarious yes, Ice in this Cube, film. Ice Ice Cube, yes, yes, yes. I, I said, I know Mike yeah. Epps in it. Ice Cube was in it. And a lot of people know Ice Cube is funny. He is so Ice funny. Ice Cube is hilarious, right? Mm-hmm. People never think, they think hard Ice Cube, you know, spinning a car, you think he's mean and just like this hard guy. When you see him do comedy, and even when you saw him in Friday, like he was hilarious in Friday, but janky promoters, he's like this Afro wearing <laughs> slick talking promoter who's got to do what he does to rob Peter to pay Paul to get money for this concert. And it does not go well. And I let him know that I need my money. Don't play yes, with me. Yes. Don't disrespect me. Get my money. <laughs> yes. But the, that, that's why. So you, in a sense, I'm just letting the audience know before we get to the sitcom. You're going to go, where did she yeah. come from? This, is she any comedy chops? How did they catch it? Yeah. Because I don't want anybody to think you were cast because you were attractive. You know, because people do and that. Thank you. They do that. You know, they're, oh, she's a cute girl. Right? They, they won't allow you no. to, your talents to shine. It's, Talk about getting that stereotype you. that happens all the time. and all, it, Because I've, I've, I've been fortunate to be a part of your career early on, mm-hmm. watch it grow, yeah. you know, tell the world about you. And then watching your smile, I went, janky promoters. <laughs> right. I, I think I'm very distinctive looking in a way because people, I, I don't care even now with the whole mask thing. If they see this, they see my eyes, they know my eyes. And then if, if I have no mask, it's like, oh my God, I know your lips and I know this face. And mm-hmm. it's like, I guess I'm recognizable, which I love. So mm-hmm. it's like, I'm distinctive. And all the parts that I've gotten have been various roles, of course, but in the same sense, it's all still, it's a part of who I am, every character that I've taken on. And especially this one currently, it's like, it's one of the most, you know, the most exciting projects that I've been a part of just because of the dynamic that I've had so long with Jamie Foxx, Jonathan Kite, and of course now with David Allen Greer, watching this family comedy is just going to bring such a, a warm, you know, feeling to you. And then we need it right now during a pandemic. Who all doesn't need a comedy to laugh at, right? Absolutely. And the reason I like it because Netflix is going into that African American family comedy yes. sitcom drama. That's right. And I, and they, They're they going don't... that way. And I just knew when I started getting a bunch of calls, they're like, "Oh my God, I watched you on the Parkers," and I'm like, "Okay, it always is on TV, but Netflix <laughs> got the Parkers. They got girlfriends. They got all these shows one on one." we used to watch on UPN that are now on the streaming service. And it's just a beautiful blessing to see how big these comedies 
they they took off and Netflix was like, oh my gosh, black comedies are exactly what people want to see. And we'd already shot our show and to now follow along and, and, and follow that pattern. They're, they're really just truly, they've been mindful of just how much people want to see all types of families. Cause you, you could watch Bollywood on there. You can watch, you know, Korean movies, you could watch anything on there and their platform is so diverse and it's so inclusive. And that's why I love that we're there. We're a black family, but anybody can watch this show and relate to the homeboy that walks in trying to go in your kitchen, getting some of your stuff right. or the dad who lives in the back house who, who might've been going through hard times or the sister who's just living with her brother, trying to, you know, be the best sister she could be while also being in the corporate world. We're all relatable just in different ways and anyone can watch it and, and, and feel a piece of them or someone they know in this show. You know, and I'm going to just uh, commend Netflix. I'm, I'm a fan of the network, streaming yeah. network, because one thing, it's, mm-hmm. it airs in 190 countries. And the reason I say that, yes. you know, I've, I've written on Sister Sister, I've written on Jamie Foxx show, I've written on The Parenthood, I've written on, and we've always been categorized as a black sitcom. And guess what? We were regulated either to low wattage stations or non-major mm-hmm. network stations. And so now, yeah. and even in black movies, you know, we would premiere, we would never go international on netflix no nope. you you're growing an international fan base portia come on now just on now. just like you that but, but think about when we did the parkers mm-hmm. it was upn there was one network yeah. for all of our shows right one mm-hmm. right <laughs> it was girlfriends one-on-one the parkers and moesha you had right. to just tune into that network mm-hmm. now you can watch you know shonda rhymes tv shows Ooh. and you see a carrie washington you see a viola davis come on, come on abc on. you know it's it's just, it's no longer one of us. I said, I used to be me. The token black girl on, on one show is the only one. I'm like, now, Ali, now nobody you're, not, else? you're not the token black now, girl on this one now. You know, you now, know dad, stop now, embarrassing no. me. Okay, now here's my history. You know, I was a co-executive producer of the Jamie Foxx show that was on the WB. Yes. Bitly Evans uh-huh. hired me. Okay, and uh, nice, and that's that's before I went over to the Parkers. That's where I met you. So that's a blessing, and I have I have a twofold relationship with you, with Jamie it's Fox, so perfect, with with Billy yeah. Evans, and then Ken Winningham. I know him from working on just various sitcoms when he was cutting his teeth as a director, and so <laughs> so nice. that's the beauty of it. I'm sure I'm sure uh, uh, so many names over there. Uh, Stacey Evans, I'm sure she's over there as yes. well. That's my girl mm-hmm. on the Parkers. That's so many people on the Parkers. Mm-hmm. I love Stacey Evans, Bentley, Ken Whittingham. It was really a family dynamic because I work with Bentley on other projects. Of course, Stacey, you know, with the Parkers, who's is not a part of this, but she's so supportive and so amazing. Mm-hmm. And David Allen Greer works with Jamie Foxx. I've known Jamie for 10 years. I've known Jonathan Kite for many years. It's all just a, a circle. And when you watch us on camera, I definitely feel like you, you feel that because it's like, who doesn't go to Jamie Foxx's house and, and hang out and go to parties that he has? And <laughs> yes, yes. It, 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 it's, I, you kind of tell people his parties are iconic. So on, if you haven't seen each other in a while, you can always see each other oh, at a Jamie oh, Foxx party. This. Jamie Foxx threw so many parties. He had a swinging gate. It just fell off. That's how, that's how many parties he threw. He, he just threw, leave the gate open. The gate just, the gate open, the, the gate just fell on the ground. It just that's how many parties he would throw. But this this is he a big party on Netflix. It's called Dad Stopping Embarrassing Me. Yeah, I know Jamie. He goes off scripts sometimes. He wants to improv. I know him well. So how do you react to this amazingly gifted young man who goes off script but, but continues to move the comedy forward? And you have to make little small adjustments to not bust out laughing. Not bust. Start laughing yes. and holding the script content moving forward. Talk about the experience of working with this brilliant young man. It is truly the definition of a master at work. 
he's a genius. I find him to be one of the most people, the most successful people and, and talented people I've ever met. I mean, yes. he sings, he writes, he produces, he directs, he, he plays music. He's a comedian. He's a dramatic actor. There's nothing he can't do. So when you're on set with him and he deviates from the script, you got to roll with the punches because that might be a better version of what was written there. Right. And so many times in the script and in the show that you're going to see, there's a lot of moments that they left in there that were completely organic that Jamie did, that I did, that David Allen Greer did, that mm-hmm. Jonathan did, that mm-hmm. Kyla Drew did, mm-hmm. that got kept in because it was just organically in the moment. And someone's reaction was just perfect on the spot for a new thing that they actually hit you with because your reaction was different. Because, you know, in acting where you do takes, you do takes three, four, sometimes five times. On certain shows, you might hit that one line that's different than what you thought it was going to be, and your whole reaction changes, and that's the money. So dealing with Jamie is just dealing with the master and knowing how to, you know, just be right next to him and just go right into the to the mix of it. And I find him just to be so so incredible at that. That how do you not get lessons for someone who is so good at it? Like I don't find anyone more funny than him, but also more diverse than him in the world of winning a Grammy. Or, or, or winning, um, you know, like an, an Oscar, Oscar. Come on and then now. recording amazing albums. Like his voice <laughs> is like to die for. So being next to him as his sister is like is unbelievable. You know, just listen to your enthusiasm. First of all, it shows on the screen, and it shows in your career. Yes, That's where you have a successful you. career. Now, the, the the portrayal of the women in the show. Uh, mm-hmm. It's really excellent. I love Heather's character. She plays Stacy. She runs the company, yes. and she's kind of like the. If I'm reading this right, she's the voice of reason within the show. Correct. Yes, without talk, question. Yes, talk Voice about her character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talk about her character. Oh yeah, Stacy is actually incredible because she is, you know, she's at this point she's running the company. She's trying to let Brian know certain things that he might have to do to make sure this company becomes successful. It's right. already successful, but if he wants to stay in that category of success and and, and building and growing into a, a different dimension as a company, right. listen to her and understand what I'm telling you you need to do. But of course, Brian is hard-headed. So Brian doesn't feel like anything needs adjustments because right. he's already <laughs> done well. Right. And I come in because I'm like, listen, I come from the corporate world. You might want to listen to me here or there. And we can both give you advice because you don't know it all. And I like when he does actually ask us for certain advice and when he listens to us sometimes. <laughs> and then when he doesn't listen to us, it's kind of like, oh, well, we told you so. You know, we can right. just say that you should have listened to the women. Well, you know, it was really interesting about watching his career and watching the, the original hit sitcom that he had on WWE mm-hmm. called The Jamie Foxx Show. This seems like yes. a grown version of that show because he was a single guy, you know, mm-hmm. uh, worked at a hotel, and now he's yes. a, a business owner. And he has yes. parent responsibilities. And so he has a sister yeah. who's, who, who's, who helps keep him straight, you know. Yes. And, and the thing that I love about the show, this is, it's a black show. And I say that in a complimentary way. Because yeah. it talks about okay. black values and how important these black values resonate. And also, mm-hmm. it's really cool some of the storylines. That, and I would tell you this, Portia, you know, if I wasn't laughing, I was smiling the whole time I was watching this series. Aww. Nice. You Did you get that like feeling of like watching a family and saying, wow, this makes me feel good. And even the moments where you're like, no, he didn't. No, she didn't. You're like, oh, that was dope. Like you feel like every episode you might have learned something about, you know, uh, one of the characters that you didn't know before. But you also feel like, you know, someone that you can relate to that exactly is a, is a reflection of the person that you're seeing on screen, right? Absolutely, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. you know, because, you know, after the third episode, because, you know, I come in because I know Jamie, and I and yeah. I, I came in with an open mind because 
You know, I don't read yeah. any of the information. I know David Allegra is a fool, okay? So yeah, I, know, oh I know some foolishness going to come out of his mouth, but good foolishness because it's going to be funny. I know Jamie Foxx is going to break the third, fourth, fifth wall. And in this show, he talks to you. That's a really cool yeah. thing. He talks to you. So be prepared. Yeah. I don't think I'm giving away anything, but he talks to the audience, which is a really cool thing. And uh, and even yeah. even, <laughs> even even David Allegra yeah. character buses him on talking it's, to the it's, audience. It's, it's relatable. I I like to say that it, it kind of reminds me of even like the Bernie Mac show. Bernie Mac was the yes. father on the show. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he had those moments where he's engaging with the crowd because it's like sometimes you got to say, self, let me talk to you for a second. <laughs> so whether somebody else is listening or on the other end of it, he's talking to himself and talking and thinking out loud. Right. You know, even though the, you know, the, the, the audience is understanding the reflection that they're seeing, it's still him talking through okay, what scenario? This could go bad. This could go right. What do I do? And then just going with it. And then of course we all have moments where we make the wrong decisions, but we're all there to pick each other up even in between those moments. Now here's an interesting thing about it. Uh, the dynamics of the characters, you know, the daughter, let's talk about the daughter, you know, the daughter okay. is, is not a real life version of his real daughter, but it's a, uh-huh. it's a, it's a loosely based. Yeah, loosely, yeah, loosely based. based. It's a loosely based series uh, because uh, he was an actual entertainer. In real life, uh-huh. he wasn't a business owner yes. in real life. So when, uh-huh. you, when you sit down taking roles, we all want to work, you know, but we also mm-hmm. want an opportunity to shine. The opportunity yes. to show your singing in this series, did that did that excite you? Oh, my God. It excited me because I felt like that was, that was absolutely Jamie's doing. Mm-hmm. And I was just telling someone the other day, and you can see this on Instagram, and so many people have videos of it, you know, a couple months ago, or actually not even a couple months ago, at this point, it was like a year and a half ago, even before we did the show, before I even knew I was going to be a part of the show, Jamie had one of those big house parties, had the band in the middle of his living room, and all of a sudden, Jamie was like, you know, play this song. So they started playing No Diggity. The band is like, don't, 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 don't. They start playing this song. So next thing you know, all of his friends, all his background singers are jamming this song. Jamie says, I got a thousand dollars for whoever knows the rap verse, the Queen Pins part on No Diggity. And I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute. How, how so I'm in my head like, yo, what do I know? I got this. So I tap Jamie. I'm like, I got it. And he's like, Portia Coleman, ladies and gentlemen, Portia Coleman says that Jamie Foxx, I mean, she says that she knows the Queen Pen verse. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, the band kind of took it down a little. So I start ad-libbing at first. Mm-hmm. I'm singing. So he's thinking like, oh, she's probably going to start singing. Right, right, right. I hit it with a rap verse and I'm singing in between. <laughs> the whole party loses it. And I'm like, oh my God, I guess it's sitting. He's all out. Everybody's saying, hey, uh, hey, uh, hey, uh, hey, yeah, yeah. Come on. Like, we're Come doing on. all this kind of stuff in the middle of his house. Two months later, I get the call about the show. Of course, I auditioned, but mm-hmm. it was just one audition, and then right. I end up getting the role. Right. And then I'm seeing in one of the episodes that I'm singing, Jamie was like, oh, no, we had to let you sing. Like, oh, no, no, no. We made sure we had to do that because, like, you're too talented. We got to put that in. So uh, praying that, of course, you know, if all goes well and we do end up getting blessed with more seasons, that we're going to really tap into a lot more of that stuff because who doesn't love Jamie Foxx breaking into song? He's a master vocalist. So just to know that, your sibling does the same thing. That's right. what me and my own brother do. Mm-hmm. We go into song all the time and mm-hmm. he's Jamie's age and he also sings and was a former athlete. So I feel like I was perfect for this because of the similarities between them and him. Well, you know, the beauty of uh, watching the talented person, first of all my compliments are coming from a real source. Okay. Yes. You know, everybody. So it, we know it's coming from a place of <laughs> understanding of who we are individually and then seeing it. So and, I appreciate and, that. And it just seeing, you know, when you were going through that, you know, on the boat, on that boat in that video, you know, hey, uh, hey, okay. <laughs> 
can't go. <laughs> hey, uh, it, hey, uh, it, it, yes. it was a funny part. I remember way back in the, when I was when I was co-executive producing Jamie Foxx. He hasn't changed. We used to do. He no. used to host a uh, amateur night or like a karaoke night way back in the day. And Whitney was it Houston. Was Ventura? Yeah, it was. It was on Sunset. I can't remember the name. Uh, it was on Sunset. Oh, and Whitney Houston okay. came in there and did a karaoke song and brought it down. So he he has not changed. He's still brilliant. He's not. You being a part of this, it wraps it all together. David Allegria, I got to let you tell us about working with that fool, David Allegria. Oh, know. my gosh. Well, to me, automatically, when I heard David Allegria was a part of it, I said, wait, Jamie Foxx and David Allegria reuniting on camera? Oh, my God, is what I said. Because I'm like, who didn't watch A Living Color and grow up watching their characters thinking, Th- these men are just incredibly talented. And then when you were around Jamie the first day, like on set, Jamie was like, you guys don't understand. I wasn't the funniest person on the show. David Allen Greer was the funniest person of the show. And I was trying to be like him. And David Allen Greer sitting there talking and they're just really going back and forth about their stories. Mm-hmm. And when the camera rolls, David Allen Greer is, is a fool. Like he, we always talk about his wardrobe every day. He comes in his overalls to set. He's, he's like a farmer. He dresses like the farmer yeah. guy. <laughs> yes. yes, <laughs> He'll yes. Come on set. Yes, yes. And when it's time to play, David Allen Greer turns it all the way on. And when you're off camera, he's talking, I mean, from, he's just brilliant as, as an artist and an individual. I mean, he's on Broadway, he's done movies, he's done television from the Carmichael's. Like he's brilliant when it comes to this art, art form in general, but putting them together now as father and son is something that is, is just mind blowing for people to really watch them after all this time together. And he is comedically just funny, just walking in somewhere. He walks in the way his stature is and his beard that he has. I'm Absolutely. sure that you see. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We it's know, amazing. It's, it's amazing. It's, 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 it's a beautiful thing. That's right. We're talking about Netflix new Jamie Foxx series, Dad Stop Embarrassing yes. Me. Season one That's is eight episodes. Yeah, all I got to say is this. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hard critic. Former stand-up, yes. so I look everything. I'm a writer. I got friends on yeah. here. I got to look at it from perspective. They 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 not my friends. You guys no. you guys are delivering it. If uh, make sure you have binge watching time because on Netflix you can yeah. sit there just like I did last night. I went from episode to episode, 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 episode. Everything. And did I, you watch the you watch the whole thing? Absolutely, absolutely. You know they tell you not to yes. do any spoilers. They say spoilers to avoid. So I'm not even gonna mention anything in the episode. Netflix ain't cutting off my Netflix card. <laughs> right. You're not, You're not gonna give away the spoilers, no, but no. you watch it top to bottom. But right. It took you on a journey, right? But it's a journey, and that's why they always say it's yeah. a real black experience. It's a black experience. Yes. Because Bentley has the ability to write real storylines in a comedic fashion. And because they, right. Jamie Foxx doesn't run from that either. So it's a story. It's a lot mm-hmm. of things that are in this that are really, um, that, uh, that, that plays out in our media airways today. It is told mm-hmm. and plays out on this show. And you are fantastic. That's a blessing. You are fantastic. Oh, and I just to if we have, you. if we go back to having a live audience, which of course we couldn't because of COVID, <laughs> you got to come and hang out and, you know, just rock with us. Because, I mean, look at how crazy it is for all of us to be on the show and you have every interaction with all of us individually. That would be a blessing. So praying that we get an audience season two. And if we get a season two, then you go, bam, you I'm going to get a season two. I'm telling you, your boy was smiling, laughing, smiling. I told my staff this morning when I came in, they said, Richard, you look tired. I said, I was watching uh, the show. I was watching the show. Day, you know, <laughs> the, the heck with March Madness. The heck with March Madness. You walking into work like, right, I'm sorry, guys. So they, they asked me, well, how was, they said, how was Dad Stop Embarrassing Me on Netflix? I said, well, I smiled the whole time. I couldn't take a smile off. Mm-hmm. I laughed. Because that is really a testament to me that that 
yes. that you just smiling and your face is in a positive. And that's what we need today. And Netflix is delivering yes. an incredibly funny series starring Jamie Foxx, starring Portia Coleman. Yes. You're brilliant. Your, your, your career is a testament to your success. And uh, next time you get you. a commercial, Rashawn, this is how I got that next commercial. Maybe you can try it with You know what I'm saying? I got you. I'm going to work with you on some commercials. I need a commercial mo- 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 mojo, mojo that you need. I need, I need I the mojo. You. I need the mojo. Portia, thank you. April 14th. I got you. Everybody thank can see you. Thank you so much. 190 countries. Shout out go see to you. you. 190. Them pretty eyes. All that. They're going to know who you are. Come on, girl. Hey, Bye bye, Portia. You're That's fantastic. Right. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Okay. Bye, Sean. Thank you for listening to Moneymaker or watching Moneymaker yeah. Conversation. If you want to see or hear any episodes, please go to my YouTube channel. Again, I'm Rashawn McDonald. I am your host.